Hi, this is Anita Hummel from the Dusty Roads podcast about living life as a global citizen. Hi, this is Anita from Dusty Roads, and this is episode number 11. Today is actually part three of the series where we're talking about some of the contributory factors of poverty. The first two that we talked about was actually literacy and education and health care and medical care. And if you have a chance, go back and listen to those if you haven't listened to them yet. Because I feel it's very important for anyone who wants to live life as a global citizen, who likes to travel, who's going to live overseas, especially if you're going to live in a developing or underdeveloped country, that you understand a bit about some of these issues because you will be faced with them. The third part, which has been defined as a contributory factor for poverty is the lack of job opportunities. The lack of job opportunities is one of the core causes of poverty. This is because for the poor, labor is usually their only real asset they have to improve their lives and well-being. Let me just repeat that again because I think this is so important for us to understand that the only real asset they have, they don't have the house, they don't have the car, they don't, you know, have, you know, the, um, you might not even have a computer, their phone is probably not worth very much, they may have an old TV at home. The number one thing that they're going to have that they could use to raise themselves out of poverty and their families will be their labor or their ability to work. A person who does not have productive employment opportunities will have difficulty getting out of poverty, educating themselves or their children, or improving their social development. This is why it's so important that people have decent jobs. And the truth is that this is especially a problem around the world for women and younger people. Due to the COVID pandemic, which has happened worldwide, Fewer women are now working than men. And there can be many reasons for this. The women maybe are being forced to stay home because they have to help a child with online school. It could be they lost a job, which was in an industry that is no longer working, such as the food service or or tourism or, or some other industry like that where no long, they no longer need the amount of people that they once had or the industry has been re- hurt really hard by COVID. Worldwide, it's been accounted that 54 million fewer women are working after COVID than before the COVID pandemic. And this is actually a worldwide problem. This is not just for you know, America, Asia, or a third world country or an undeveloped country, this really is a problem which has been happening throughout the entire world. Added to the fewer number of women in the workforce, there's still an issue with the gender pay gap. Put very, the the gender pay gap is that women on average earn less than men for the same amount of work. In the United States, this can be anywhere from 18 to some people have said 2%. But, you know, 18% is actually huge. And in other countries, this can be much, much higher that a woman can end up earning much less than a man. And there are many reasons for this. There, um, there can be some prejudice against women that um, a company in, in some countries may not want to hire a woman 
because there are are some countries, in fact, even some developing countries like Vietnam, where if a woman becomes pregnant, you have to give her six months leave paid. You know, so, you know, this can become very expensive for companies. So, you know, there could be a bit of a prejudice there and that maybe someone's like, ah, you know, boy, if we hire this woman, she's just newly married. What if she gets pregnant? And then, you know, we need to, we need to pay for this, you know, this, this leave. And, and if we want to fire her, it's very difficult to fire her because she's pregnant. You know, so the, these countries, they do, they really protect the woman who is pregnant. But at the same time, it can also hurt the employment of women. In fact, some laws in socialist and communist countries are written so much against the employer and for the employee that a woman who is pregnant or has a child that's under one year of age, she could uh, rob from you, steal from you. Um, you know, she could basically rob you blind. She could come to work and not do anything and you can't fire, legally fire her because she has a child under one year. So, you know, one of the factors is that there, there can be in, in many countries because of, you know, some of the laws and other things, there, there could be a bit of a prejudice involved uh, with, with hiring women. But, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that if a woman becomes divorced or widowed, that she'll have a much harder chance to raise her family out of poverty than her husband would have had. And this is because, you know, she'll lose the second income if they, especially if they were both working. She will, um, she'll be earning less than her husband would for the same amount of work. And she will also be facing some work prejudice that maybe her husband did not need to face if he did the exact same job. Also, too, the other problem is with younger people. And especially in countries where you have, you know, some uh, people who maybe did not get all the education they needed. Maybe they had to leave school, um, you know, before high school. So they never completed high school or or maybe they, um, you know, weren't able to complete some of their other studies. It might be harder for some of them to be able to receive, you know, decent paying jobs that will give them a living wage. So, you know, this is why employment or the lack of employment opportunities is one of the factors that also leads to poverty. This is also why, too, in in many countries where you, you travel or you visit, you may see people out begging on the street, and many times you will see children. And for someone like me who's lived in these countries for a long time, I've seen everything from, you know, people with leprosy out in the street to young children to mothers with babies. And I sort of have a bit of a policy in that most of the time I do not give money. And the reason why I do not give money is because many times it's the families or others who may have this person be out in the street. Or in many Asian countries, there are gangs that work out in the street. So in this instance, it may not be so much the lack of employment or the lack of opportunities. They may see the begging on the street as their opportunity. Because the truth is, for some people, especially before the COVID era that were in tourism areas and other places like that, they probably earned more money on the street begging than they did actually going to a job. This is also why with this, you see in a lot of countries, why women will, will um, choose to go into prostitution. I know in Thailand for when I lived there and um, 
as part of my work, sometimes I'd be forced to have to go into uh, some of these so-called clubs with some of the buyers. And so I met some of these women and a lot of them were educated. Some of them in some of the high class places had law degrees. They were doctors, they were lawyers, but they earned so much more money working as an escort or as a high paid prostitute than they did as a doctor or lawyer. So it's not always a lack of education, the lack of job opportunities. In some instances, um, the work that people are choosing is a choice. So when you are working or, or you're overseas or you are, um, you know, seeing somebody on the street or, or you see someone who's in poverty, you know, it's not always a really easy answer to the question as to the reason why. But actually the lack of job opportunities or the lack of employment opportunities contributes worldwide to the poverty issue, especially among many women and younger people. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and um, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you listening. And if you've enjoyed it, please give us a thumbs up and tell some of your friends about it. Also check out our blog, A Bus on a Dusty Road. We have lots of great articles on there all about living life as a global citizen and really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. This podcast is sponsored by A Bus on a Dusty Road, a blog about living life as a global citizen. Please go to our blog at abusonadustyroad.com and sign up for our free newsletter. If you've enjoyed this podcast, give us a thumbs up, leave us a review, and help to pass this along. Thank you so much for listening.